This audio video teaching may contain certain copyrighted works that were not specifically authorized to be used by the copyrighted holders. We believe in good faith that every audio video is protected by federal law and the fair use doctrine. Every audio video is for spiritual training and educational purposes only and is not for profit or wrongful use. We bless all those for their gifts and talents that can help us continue spreading the gospel of the good news around the world. We'd like to thank you for tuning in to our weekly program, For the Time Has Come, bringing you line-upon-line teachings into the Holy Word of Elohim God. we also like to thank BBS Radio for airing weekly For the Time Has Come program every Thursday from 11 o'clock a.m. until 11.55 a.m. And now, get ready for an uncompromising, fresh word as the bride of Christ be made ready during these end times. Here's your host, Apostle Sheldon and Prophet Sharon. Blessings, blessings to each and every one of you. Yes. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing and glad to be in it. In everything that we say and do, we just want to stay led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the Holy Scriptures, it is written, But the Helper, whom the Father will send in my name, the Holy Spirit will teach us all things and bring to our remembrance all things that were said to us. So not only will the Holy Spirit teach us, but he will lead us and guide us only when we surrender our mind, our will, and our emotions to him. Yes, he leads us into all truth. He's all-knowing, all-seeing Elohim God. It is important at all times to cast down our imaginations against the knowledge of Elohim God to lose our minds and to gain his. Yes. Sadly, not many people are doing that. Today, we have a great and important message for you. Yes. It's intense because many do not teach on this topic. That's true. And the topic is, is hell real? We want you to look into the Holy Scriptures mm. on this. And we want you to write down the Scriptures that we're presenting to you, line upon line. You won't find many teaching on hell. We get all the bless me messages. Mm. You'll hear messages in this hour to tickle the ear. Bless me messages. Tell me something about myself. But you will not hear messages in this hour that's going to teach you line up online of what the Holy Scripture is saying. And that's why we're here today, to bring the truth of God's Holy Word to you. What He has already said, then and now. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. We need to know what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour. Those who are obedient and those who are disobedient. Mm. And those who cannot hear his voice. We must have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying in this hour. Or want to obey his voice. 
the parameters that underline that. That's right. These are not our words. These are the holy words that are in the holy scriptures, and we're here to share it with you. We are called to be obedient and to follow his laws, his mannerisms, his culture. We, we keep saying that every week. Yes. Follow him. We don't want to keep grieving our Holy Father. Thank you, Father. As Revelation 19 and 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife, his bride, his church, has made herself ready. And please stay with us throughout the duration of the program. If you have any questions Mm. concerning the topic that we're getting ready to bring to you today, we're asking that you email us with any questions or concerns you may have. And we need to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to us in this hour. That's right. We're crying loud and sparing Mm. not. That's what we're called to do as we prepare the Bride of Christ for his return. Amen. That's our mandate. Let's get ready for a dynamic message that the Holy Spirit has given us. But before we go into today's teaching, let us go before our Holy Father in prayer. Let us go in prayer. We pray that this prayer will be a blessing to you. We ask that you come in agreement with us. As we go before the throne of grace and mercy, we ask that you would humble yourself, stop what you're doing, and join us in prayer. Holy Father, we thank you for our dear Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, because he is the beginning. And in the beginning was the Word, Yeshua. And Yeshua was with you, dear Father. You allowed all things to be made by him, and without him, there was not anything made that was made. And the heavens and the earth was created by him. Dear Father, by the mercies of you, we thank you for our Holy Savior, that we, his people, called by his holy name, would present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto you which is our reasonable service. Yeshua is the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, and by Yeshua, all things created in heaven, in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things have been created by our Holy Savior. We bless his holy name. Help us, Father to come in oneness, repent, turn from our wicked ways, and continue to seek you, our Elohim, our Savior. Help us to continue to walk out your finished work. Help us to come out of false systems and out of false doctrines and take hold of your everlasting covenant and keep your holy commandments. In your mighty and holy matchless name, no other name greater than your name, on earth, in earth, and under the earth. Amen. Is hell real? 
let us not be deceived. We pray that you gain an understanding of what lies ahead when we choose to live life outside of God's kingdom. Let us stay reminded of this passage of scripture which reads, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. In Romans 12.2 it is written, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In 1 John 3 and 4 it is written, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. We find in Exodus 20 and 15 the Eighth Commandment, You shall not steal. Let us understand that stealing is defined as taking another person's property without his or her permission. When we steal, we are breaking the Eighth Commandment. For a harlot is a deep pit, and a seductress is a narrow well. She also lies in wait as for a victim, and increases the unfaithful among men. In 1 Timothy 6 and 10, it is written, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. For the time has come for those who love our holy God and desire to keep his Torah, which are Yahweh's laws and his instructions. We keep the commandments of Yeshua because we love him. Second Peter 3.9 declares, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In this teaching, we will share what the Holy Scriptures have to say about hell. Salvation is by grace through faith in Christ Yeshua, not by our works of any kind. We find in Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9, it reads, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. The Bible is clear on being born again. In John 3, 5, Yeshua said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water, and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. John baptized with water unto repentance. Yeshua has come to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. Matthew 3 verse 11 declares, 
I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Let us pray in agreement. Holy Father, we pray that your holy word through this teaching will be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Sanctify those who can receive your truth, for your word is truth. Holy Father, we know all scripture is breathed out by you and is profitable for teaching, for our reproof, for our correction, and for our training in your righteousness. Holy Father, we pray that those listening will be awakened by this teaching. To humble themselves, to turn from anything that is wicked, and to repent while there is still time, so that they may receive deliverance through Yeshua, our Holy Savior, who has already died for us and sacrificed his life so that we would have eternal life. Thank you, Father, for gracing us in our ignorance of not knowing the truth of your holy word. Thank you for saving us from ourselves and for allowing your beloved Son, Yeshua, to restore us, renew us, and set us free from Hasatan, Satan. May this truth free those who are in bondage. May they repent while there is still time. May they know eternal life is in knowing you, Father, and Yeshua, our Holy Savior. For your name, Yeshua, means salvation. So we pray this prayer in your holy name, Yeshua. Amen. We will share what the Holy Scriptures are saying about hell. Revelation 20 verse 1 declares, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. In Revelation 20 verse 2 it reads, he laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. In Revelation 20, verse 3, it reads, And he cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal on him, so that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. Let's look at Revelation 20 and 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. 
What is the second death? The second death is a separation from Elohim, our holy God, who is the giver of life. It is called the second death because it follows physical death. The second death separates mankind from entering into eternity. Mankind will experience a second death because of lawlessness and living life outside of Elohim's original plan. The sin of man will separate mankind from entering into eternal life. Let's look at Revelation 2.11. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Revelation 21 verse 8 explains the second death in greater detail. Let us take a look. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, found in Revelation 20, verse 14. It is so important to repent of our sins obey the law, the Torah of Elohim, and to keep the commandments of Yeshua, who said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John 14, 15. To know Yeshua and the Father is eternal life. Let's look at John 17, 3. And this is everlasting life, that they should know you the only true Elohim and Yeshua Messiah, whom you have sent. Let us stay reminded of Revelation 20:15, which reads, And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. We find in Matthew 25:30 this. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So we see that hell is also referred as darkness. In 2 Thessalonians 1 and 9, it is written, These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Hell is preferred as everlasting destruction. In Matthew 25, 41, it is written, Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels.
Let's see what the Bible says about the proud, the wicked. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble. Let's read Malachi 4 and 1. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch. So we see in Malachi 4 and 1 that the wicked, the wrongdoers, the proud, will be burned up. Let's see what the Bible says about the wicked in Isaiah 47, verse 14. Behold, they shall be as stubble, the fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. It shall not be a coal to be warmed by, nor a fire to sit before. Let us understand that the wicked will be as stubble, and stubble is completely burned up. Again in Malachi 4 and 3 it is written, You shall trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. Let us stay reminded that ashes remain after the fire is burned. And therefore, once turned into ashes, those ashes cannot be burnt any further. Many have said that the wicked will burn forever. Yet we see in Malachi 4 and 3 that the wicked will be as ashes under the soles of our feet. Will eternal fire go out? Let us look at Jude 1 and 7. As Sodom and Gomorrah in the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Let us not be deceived when in question about the wicked burning in hell forever. We must ask ourselves, is Sodom and Gomorrah still burning eternally today? The wicked of Sodom and Gomorrah were burnt with eternal fire and were burnt up. As we reflect back on Jude 1 and 7, we find that Sodom and Gomorrah suffered the vengeance of eternal fire because of giving themselves over to sexual immorality and going after strange flesh. These cities were completely burned until there was nothing left. Let us read Jeremiah 50 verse 40. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighbors, says the Lord, so no one shall reside there, nor son of man dwell in it. And Sodom and Gomorrah was never rebuilt. As Elohim overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, 
and their neighboring cities, eternal fire eventually went out. It is important to know, according to Malachi 4 and 1, Isaiah 47, 14, and Malachi 4 and 3, that the day is coming, burning like an oven for the proud and the wicked, we are told, shall be as stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame, and the wicked shall be ashes under the soles of our feet. And we find in Matthew 25, 46, And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Psalm 37 and 10 For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. We are told in this passage of scripture that the wicked will be no more. They will not return after being destroyed. Are the wicked, those who are asleep, burning already? Let's look at Job 21 and 30. For the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath. So we see that the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They are not burning eternally as some may think. The Bible is clear in Job 21 and 30. And we have read that the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath. We find in John 5:29, and come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Let us read 2 Corinthians 5 and 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Let's look at Revelation 20, verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Again, we find in Revelation 20, 13, the sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. In 1 Corinthians 6 verses 9 through 10, it is written, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? 
do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Let us stay reminded that Elohim, our holy God, is love. Elohim, our holy God, takes no pleasure in the wicked being destroyed. Our holy Savior desires for the righteous to live righteous and to not embrace the lifestyle of the wicked. In Ezekiel 18.23, it is written, Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, says the Master, Lord God, and not that he should turn from his ways and live? As we can see, as it is written in Ezekiel 18.23, that our Master Yahweh Yeshua, has no pleasure at all that the wicked should die, but rather that he should turn from his ways and live. In Ezekiel 18.24, it reads, But when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and does according to all the abominations that the wicked man does, shall he live? All the righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered because of the unfaithfulness of which he is guilty and the sin which he has committed. Because of them he shall die. Let us stay reminded of 1 John 1 verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have shared in this teaching what the Bible says about hell according to the Holy Scriptures. We have also shared that the wicked, those who have died or are asleep, are not burning in hell right now. Job 21.30 declares that the wicked are reserved until the day of doom. They shall be brought out. From where? From the grave on the day of wrath. Let us understand the parable of Scripture in Luke 16.20-23, through 23, where Yeshua is telling his audience, his disciples, and some Pharisees of the relationship during life and after death between an unnamed rich man and a poor beggar named Lazarus. In reading Luke 16:20 through 23, we find but there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, 
full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Why is the story of the rich man and Lazarus important? Let us understand that this passage of scripture about the rich man and Lazarus is a parable and not an actual event. We are told that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom, where the rich man also died and was buried. The passage of this parable given by Yeshua is a demonstration. The parable teaches us that the rich man died and went to hell and was tormented in Hades. The story says that the rich man lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. In other words, the selfish rich man sees the poor beggar, Lazarus, who was on the earth with him, in a better place after death than where he was. This story is only a parable given to us then and now by Yeshua, our holy Messiah, as a warning, as a lesson to learn. Yeshua often spoke in parables. We find in Matthew 13, verses 10 through 11, whereby the disciples came and said to Yeshua, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. The parable of the rich man and Lazarus was given to us as a warning. It is also to remind us of Matthew 25, 40, which declares, And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. We are to be careful how we handle those who are vulnerable. Yahweh Yeshua desires for us to walk in His image and His likeness. Our lives are to overflow with His love and His compassion. We pray you have gained an understanding of this teaching on what lies ahead after death when we choose to live our lives on this earth outside of God's holy kingdom. Is hell real? Absolutely. The holy word of Elohim is truth. Let us reflect back to Job 21.30. For the wicked are reserved for the day of doom. They shall be brought out on the day of wrath.
In Ecclesiastes 9, verses 5 through 6, it is written, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Also their love, their hatred, and their envy have now perished. Nevermore will they have a share in anything done under the sun. Let us understand that the dead do not praise the Lord, nor any who go down into silence, as recorded in Psalm 115, verse 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Let us remember 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 16 through 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet of Elohim, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord.
Join us next time on For the Time Has Come, every Thursday from 11 o'clock a.m. until 11.55 a.m. with Apostle Sheldon and Prophet Sharon. If this program has been a blessing to you, please sow your generous love offerings to www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. That's www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. To give, use the donate buttons on the website and help us continue to bring the uncompromising gospel around the world during these end times.